Blog Talk Radio. Or a comment. 
do, if you have not already, do register as a follower of the show. Uh, you do that simply on online, um, blog talk radio backslash butterfly evolution, and select follow, and you can register with a new username and password, or you can use your Facebook uh, to log on. And, and just remember when you're doing that, if you do use your Facebook account, then we will, uh, you'll register using whatever name you have on Facebook. So if you want that to be private, then select uh, your username, a new username and password. As a reminder of our our Butterfly Evolution, I guess, empowerment or concept, we ask that you do if you have not or if it's been a while since you have, please move your trash can. It's as, as simple and as crazy as it may sound all at the same time. We ask you to do that just to be to remind you that it is so important just to keep keep in touch with your thoughts, your mind, what you're getting used to or what you what you have, what you're already used to and that you're allowing in your life. This includes people as well, the things and the people that you allow in your life just because you are comfortable. It's what you know regardless of how how good or bad it has become what you know and you just kind of feel like, well, I know what I have, I know what I'm experiencing and I'll just deal with it. It's kind of like throwing in a towel. So as you move your trash can, uh, monitor if and how often you do return to its old location. And again, in doing so, think about what else, what else have I gotten so used to that I'm doing so routinely that I'm doing it. I'm doing it without thought. I'm returning to this place. I'm returning to this person without thought. I'm returning to these things without thought because I'm used to it. So, if you have kids, if you have a spouse, make it fun. Create a, a chart and keep it on the refrigerator and and have people log down when they go back. What are their thoughts when they go back, knowing that that they've moved that trash can? So, um, as far as announcements, I have a few things that I want to just tell you about that I am working on, and I'll give you a bit more information towards the end of the show, or perhaps maybe even next Monday because I'm finalizing my time and all that. But we are doing a developing character workshop for high school juniors and seniors. And so I'll give you some more information. If not at the end, then certainly next week I'll have all the details as far as the time. We've narrowed down the place, but I'll give you the details um if I'm able to grab hold of those before I get off the show tonight. Um, but but just if it sounds interesting interesting to you, please contact me again, Developing Character Workshop for High School Juniors and Seniors. This, this is a one-day workshop. Uh, the cost is $50. That includes their an assessment. That includes the workshop itself and their lunch. So um, we're looking forward to getting that out and spreading the word. So if you know a high school junior or senior, senior please, share the information with them as well. We do have a couple of businesses who are willing to donate or sponsor uh, a child, so a student or, or youth. So if you're interested in doing that, please please also contact me as well. So we're going to try to make that happen, and as, as many times as we need to, we're going to only have room initially for only for about 30 students initially. So, But if we need to do it again, we certainly will. So without further ado, what I'm going to do is go ahead and bring our speaker in for tonight, or our guest. Ron, are you there with me? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? 
But I just realized that I did not connect mine. There I am. Okay. I had did not connect my speakers. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Um, I'm looking forward to this, as you've heard me say, and we just want to hear, if, if you don't mind, let's start. Just start by telling the audience just a little bit about yourself, what you do, um, just the mission of what you're doing, and then we'll go into some questions. I want to encourage our listeners, if you do have some questions and comments, please share share them tonight. If you know of a single mother, a young child, male, female, please get them in um, online to, to hear this show. So, Ron, go ahead. Tell us about yourself. Well, I am. Um, I was raised by a single mother who my father died at an early age. So he was in, in the military, and my, my mother died at a, uh, my father died at an earlier age. So it was just my mother, and um, and she was trying to be the super mom. Now my mom would cook, clean, come home, and try to help us with homework and all that. And it. It it became an issue with uh, it was kind of like taking away from home. Where we started, I started seeing it become a burden. My brother and myself, we saw it becoming a burden, and um, and so one of us, you know, we started coming up with our own ideas and growing up as young boys without a father figure or a male figure that you can talk to. You start developing your own ideas or you know own directions, and you start talking amongst yourself. So so and I and and I I made this I came up with this concept where we had to do something and and drugs basically were the only thing back then to me that we could do to make you know, make money. So I had a five year plan. Uh, I was um, I started selling drugs, uh, making a thousand dollars every three hours. And my plan were to take the money and um, take my mom out the inner city and and, and, and and to make her life better. You know, I ended up getting shot. However, I, uh, um, money, uh, the money that I had saved, I trusted the wrong individuals, uh, end up getting getting uh, set up in a robbery while I got was a part of a robbery. Uh, I was intended to be left there to die, in which I did. But I was a member of, at that time, as a young black child, I was a member of a gang. I was a member of the neighborhood gang in Nighthawks first as an enforcer, and then I became uh, an enforcer for the gangster disciples. And uh, But I used to hate white people, in particular police officers, because when I saw them in our neighborhood, they were always doing wrong, and they were getting away with it. And... Uh, so I, I used to think all white people were wrong. And I wasn't taught that. My mother didn't teach us that because uh, we we are I'm, I'm a Jewish and and and, and so we have a light skinned Jewish family. And so, but it was just what I saw, and uh, it's it just strange that uh, you know I got shot during the robbery and and I was dying on the floor, and 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 walked this young Caucasian police officer. And uh, he 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 rides with me on, on my way to the to the hospital, and he's holding my hand, and uh, he's praying with me at the same time, and uh, and blood's coming out of me, and I'm bleeding like a you know, and and trying to uh, hold on and fight for my life, and end up I flatlined twice, and uh, uh, I flatlined twice, I end up dying twice, and uh, he. He ended up seeing it and witnessed it, and 
end up from that point on, I end up uh, having to go to court. But he testified against me in juvenile court, in criminal court, and I got in some trouble later on. And, and uh, they, they, and um, he ended up being the same police officer in eighty, from eighty five to eighty seven. Like no wrong I did, any wrong I did, that same police officer to uh, harass me or arrest me, and that same police officer would be the same police officer who helped baptize me at Bellevue Baptist Church. And he became my mentor and my friend. And uh, uh, it, was, it was just odd because he reached out to me and I went, well, when I was looking for other, uh, um, I thought maybe African-American pastors um, would have cared more, ministers would have cared more about me because they come from the neighborhood or you know, inner city. But it seemed like they were more afraid of us as young gang members than they were, uh, you know what I'm saying, trying to get to know us. It seemed like they were more afraid of us. But here this Caucasian cop, he didn't care. It wasn't just about being, being a police officer. It was, it was just the fact he said that, that uh, he, he, you know, he saw a, a, ch- a child or a kid, a teenager in trouble, and, uh, and his name is Officer Steve Bishop. He's retired now. He, he He's a major, he retired as a major with the Memphis Police Department due to the, the benefits cut, uh, cuts. Uh, they're up under the uh, former mayor administration, Mayor Warren, A.C. Warren's administration. And, um, um, but, um, and, I, and I've had, listen, I've been in a wheelchair 30 years. I've had 30 operations in 30 years. I've been shot five different times. I've uh, been thrown out of a chair three feet and I got 45 miles an hour. I've broken my left, my, uh, my left, my left hand, my left ankle, my right leg. I have a dislocated right hip. And, uh, and of course, I've died three times. And, man, I'm in constant pain. And it all comes from the consequences of the choices that we talk about when we deal with children and, and youth when we do it, speaking to youth groups. We try to talk to them about the consequences of choices that we make in life that, that that's not foreseen. And, uh, and and right now that we're dealing with that a lot now is that uh, due to gang and gun violence, uh, Piano Inc. and myself, we were trying to address that. There, there, I mean, there are, there are a lot of African-American and, and Latinos and, and Caucasians. You know they you know they going to jail as you but and, and some of the, a lot of them are dying but a lot of them a lot more of them are in the paralyzed now more so than ever which is is causing the health care to go up the health care costs to go up because so many more of individuals are, are getting paralyzed and so we're trying to bring a lot of attention now uh, to that and which we're trying to address hopefully to, to the, Increase gang violence and gun violence in that sense, uh, and to show the effects okay. of. Okay. Well, and I have a question. I have I have several, um, but I want to start with just I'm hearing a feedback. So let's. Okay. Let's start with the fact that um, I know you mentioned about the gangs in the gang. How how quickly? I know you moved here. Your mom moved you here just to kind of get you into a different um, atmosphere, a different, different place. How soon and what was the process of you joining the, or deciding to join a gang? How soon did that happen for you? At, at what age? And then how long did it take for you to actually be a part of the gang? Well, really, you know, the Nighthawks, we started out as a dance group, but then it was this group of individuals uh, that called the Bone Family that we grew up around back in North Memphis, 
back in those times called the Bone Family. And uh, they, they kind of like forced us to become a group, and so a, a gang in a sense. Then we started protecting our own neighborhood. So we kind of became a gang from the Nighthawks and that, out of that. But I was, but because we, you know, when I grew up in the area we grew up, we, we kind of like, we protected our own area. You know, we like, yeah, the police would, we called the police after we didn't caught the individuals that they did the wrong in our neighborhood. That's how we were. And, uh, and then, um, and, and so I guess people would consider that a, a, a gang, you know, but we were looking out for others, you know, my, you know, aunts and other individual grandmothers and that stuff. So, you know, people, I guess, consider a gang, but it, we, we considered ourselves looking out for our neighborhood. That's what, that's what uh, growth and development, oh, gangster disciple really was about. It's it's so much misinformation about uh, like the gang and stuff like that that they people have put out about gangster disciples and not knowing the lit or the or the you know information uh, in that sense. But uh, twelve years old, I I joined, you know, since I started joining the gang. Really looking at it as a group, you know, as individuals. Yeah, I was like twelve. And did you consider, did you consider, um, I know that you speak about the poverty, and I know for Memphis, the, the stats as of 2015 say that children, about 46% of children live in poverty in the city. And you speak a great deal about the reason behind your five-year plan um, was to help your mom because you saw her struggle Talk to us about that young man now, that young man today, because I believe the struggle is 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 so far beyond um, where we've come from from the '80s. They have so much more to deal with, even when it comes to gang and and what we see as poverty today. Speak to that mom and to that young male who is seeing his mom struggle and who who is being approached by the gang member and having thoughts. Even if it's a one-year plan or no year, no plan at all, speak to that parent and that child. Well, you know, hopefully, hopefully, an individual will find someone that, that he can trust. Um, that's a male, and one. Uh, hopefully, he can go to the, the mother one if they if they've been raised by a single parent mother. Uh, hopefully, they can go to the mother and be able to talk to the mom. I, I'm not, you know, I could go to my mom. But it was just certain things I didn't want to tell her. Like, I, I you know, I. I didn't want to tell my mom that, yeah, I didn't went out and beat up somebody, mom, because, uh, you know, I saw them beat up another woman, so I beat them up think, thinking about you. You know what I mean? So, you know, <laughs> but uh, so there's some things I kept from my mom on that sense. Uh, um, um, and um, so you you got to make better choices. You know, you go and, and you do with somebody that's going to help steer you in the right direction, going to help you make the right choices, because it, it, I tell you what, it's a lot of individuals quickly – since they know that you would easily be manipulated, they, they, and they know, and you know, it's you know, you know, we have that old saying, "Mac and murder, mind and manipulation," you know, and, uh, and and but if individuals can can manipulate you and and take advantage of the way that they can control your thoughts, then you you'll easily be caught up. So you got to find something that you're good at, something that you uh, that you can that you're creative at. Because the internet is good; it can be used for good and bad. And, and and unfortunately, a lot of people use it for the bad. But you'd be surprised if the young person that would have, that got these ideas, if they were steered in the right direction, now they can take those same ideas now and start their own companies. You don't have to have money or, or to, to just have your, to create 
you know, your own company. All you have to do is just go on the IRS website and, and get a EIN uh, apl- employment identification application, fill it out, come up with with your idea that you want to create, and, and then and, and and figure out how to and get get the investment into your idea. That's, that's and we have to teach our young people now how to use the internet for good rather than for bad. We are teaching them how to make friends on the internet instead of enemies and stuff, you know? <laughs> and uh, on Facebook, we need to teach them to make friends instead of enemies, you know? Uh, the Bible said that uh, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And uh, and and so it's unfortunate, too, because I, we're living in a time where I like to create. You know, I'm, I'm looking at a pair of hiking boots that I have on my company created. I, we created them because I came up with the idea. Let's create some hiking boots. You know, well, well how are we going to do it? Well, let's go to a design board. Well, let's find somebody that can design. Okay, well, let's do that. And, and you just get on the Internet and, you, you know, you meet the right type of individual that can do that. And, you you know, and you make connections. So we have to, we have to encourage our young people to think to use their minds now, how to take little money and make it big money by saving it instead of spending it, you know, and by, you know, and you take that $100 if you save it for the next 20, 30 years, every month or so, save it for the next 20, you'll be surprised what that money will be if, if the world's around, but you still have to save for the future instead of spending it all, you know, you'd be surprised. And uh, uh, my mom taught me that much, you know. I feel that my end. How, how uh, do we how do we how do we do that as as, as a look in look in, into the world today? Even with what you're doing and others um, trying to do so many positive things, however, it seems like there are there are not a, a lot of your your mom was Miss Earlene, correct? What's her name, Miss Earlene? Not a lot of of mothers who, and I'll, I'll say that respect, respectively, that are really uh teaching teaching those values um to those children because and it could be that they're working so much it could be many other things and i think there it's a variety of things but how do right. we get the youth engaged into such programs because they're happy, they're they're all over they're everywhere but they're so limited in the number of of attendees how how do you push your organization the piano organization well, one we we are an organization that's an advocacy organization. So we 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 have like many different departments, and um, and I'm just I'm just I just make sure that the departments are just ran. <laughs> uh, but how I push our organization is that we find individuals that have a desire to um, want to make a difference. And if they want to make a difference, then we try to help show them how they can make a difference and what area they can make a difference. And because um, um, I mean, I mean, home. But um, if if you know, if you have, and I love individuals that have degrees, and and we talk to our young people about having degrees, but but we also talk to them about it's better to have an education than just to have a degree. Because you know, if if you have a degree and you don't know how to use that degree, then you didn't get an education. All you got was a piece of paper that said you have the degree. And so we, we try to teach our young people how to think, not outside the box, but beyond the box. 
you know, it boxes gone. We have to think beyond the box, and we have to be creative in how. And so we we we, reach, we ask people, you know, to help us with many in, in different avenues, in different ways. Um, um, you know, you ask them to come out. I mean, the churches have many tools. I don't, I don't, I don't mean harm. Even in Memphis, they have like two thousand churches. So they, I mean, there are individuals in in those churches. They have they have so many tools and avenues. And here's another catch. And here, and and we try to teach. Our young people that to, to save money because saving money and learning. I love a quote of the Rothschilds. Nathan Rothschild learned from his father is that this, as 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 a family, as long as you all stick together with the house that you have and the power that you possess between the five of you all, as you stand together as brothers, no one will be able to harm or hurt you as long as you all stick together. And, and and so we try to learn, teach them how to work and stick together. So you know we're working like in Ethiopia right now. Um, uh, we we opened up an office in Ethiopia um, to help with the drought over there, with the water contamination over there. Um, we're working to send medical supplies over there. We have liaisons over there. We've opened up an office over in Saudi Arabia that we're working with. with uh, um, um, working with an educational in the educational area and uh, in Russia we're with human rights organization we opened up the office there so you know we have like different different avenues and we we, we open here our office and, and around parts of the United States because we're finding that people that ended up in wheelchairs are also being discriminated against a lot and there's no uh, uh, advocacy groups really to fight those battles. Their voices as people in wheelchairs, spinal cord injury, uh, don't go unheard or unnoticed. And uh, and so they don't, a lot of those individuals have no clue about the 504 right about the American Disabilities Act. So we try to teach individuals that have physical disabilities about, you know, more than about getting a handicapped parking uh, plate or, or a handicapped parking space is is more to that. You know, you got rights on your job. You got rights with your doctor. It's it's, it's rights in, in in medical buildings and facilities. Any any building get that get federal government funding or subsidy, even federal buildings, you have rights. And and, and you need to know what those rights are. You know, even the police can't do certain things to you because you have special rights. You know, and so we try to teach those, right? We try to teach young people how to start their own companies, how to get the EIN number, how to get their charter number, uh, and, and how to pursue. Look on the internet, look up this type of, you know, these area websites for these investors uh, to be investing in your idea. We, we we try to show them how to start their own proposals and that kind of stuff. We try to push them and encourage them to, because we have to. If if individuals that have degrees, if they don't work together and create corporations and companies and hire people, then we have to teach those young people that's coming up to. Okay. How do you deal with the police officers? You mentioned earlier about hating two types of people, white people and police officers, with all that we have seen um, going on with uh, killings of, of black male that's been in the media quite a bit. How do you? How, what do we say to the youth um, as far as keeping hope alive? I guess because it sounds good about the business starting their own business and and all of these things, but it seems like, or not seems like, there are more black males 
uh, killed now certainly than than back then. So if they are seeing this, um, just as you did in the neighborhood back then, do you feel that they have hope or or thinking about a bit starting a business is even in their in in their in the scope, so to speak? Do they see that as part of their future? Well, you got to uh, well well you got to look at also well they also say let's let's look at the educational system. If we look at the state of Tennessee, uh, you have the Corrections Corporation of America that's, that's, that's there. Um, and they um, are, you know, let's say Memphis, they had like almost like a school, the, the prison pipeline. They said, I heard Dr. Dorsey Hobson, the superintendent, say that there were, there were 95,000 people in the city, in the city of Memphis that cannot read. Uh, that that says a lot. That speaks volumes, and uh, and, and you wonder why. Uh, and and if, you know if you can't read, then you you can't you can't pursue and go any farther. So, uh, but and so you got to try to yeah try to teach them shortcuts and hopefully help that hopefully hope that they will you know be able to sit down because you you know you're dealing with individuals of course from drug backgrounds who may be drug but you know drug you know drug babies that have grown up uh you know that type of thing there's grown men and women women now that that, that crack babies from past and all that kind of stuff you got to try to help teach them how to be able to speak and pronunciate all that uh, change how to be able to go from being a gangster to you know pulling their pants up to being able to wear a suit and a tie and shoes and uh, speak proper and a certain advancement in it. And it, it's, it, it worked. It worked. You know, Steve did it for me, and he didn't have a lot of money. And it was it was my mother, it was God, my mother, Steve, and myself. Uh, and he didn't have a lot of money. And so, you know, we, you know, I was, I was a probation officer with, with the, with the, with the county. It's I, you know, I was a pro, I was a gangster disciple at the same time, and then I was, uh, end up, end up being a probation officer, a special probation officer with, with, uh, for the Shelby, for Shelby County at the same time. I carried this badge. I'm looking at it on the wall now. Uh, up under Judge Kenneth Turner. Uh, then uh, he had a special gang task force called the Golden Unit, and uh, and so um, you know I use uh, he 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 developed his own gang task force back in the nineties, and uh, and I was a part of it, and um, uh, uh, Denise and uh, Kathy Hallman, all of them, they were over it some at one point, and Bobby Higgins. Uh, Jamie and and a couple other, um, but we, you know, I, I saw a different, a whole different, a lot of different things going on. So I, I saw the potential in young people. All I saw, all they needed was someone to just really, you know, sit them down, spend the time with them, and then help show. Well, okay, what what, what do you want to do in life? You know, if you could do it. What what you do? And they, I believe there's a lot of anger coming out of it because of the fact that a lot of children, you know, they're, they're being misdirected and they don't know how to direct uh, that, that, that energy. But they're good. They're fighters and they're good because if you lock, you just can't lock up everybody. You know what I mean? There's a reason why. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, you know, you know, they asked the question, well, why if the, the other individuals leave you, you know, behind? I said, well, you got to quit worrying about oh, why others leave you behind. You got to start thinking about yourself to create your own now and stop. And, you know, and, and that's what we were saying as a whole. They were looking at some of the young people that I've worked with. What used to ask me, uh, well, Mr. Baldrige, why, uh, you know, these individuals got PhDs and all, how come they don't have their own companies and stuff like that? I said, well, hey, that's them. You know, they rather work. I can't, you know what I'm saying? That's, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the, the company can fire them, but they can't go and create their own company. You know, even though they got a PhD, you know, they don't know how to go and create their own company and be a competitor against the same people that they've helped made millions for. They don't know how to do that. They don't know how to work together. So we got to teach young people now. And so gang members, people consider gang members. You know, I love that, you know, if that's the case. When I run across young people sometimes, I don't do a lot of mentoring now because I'm a CEO, you know, we and, you know, I've been shot at. I've gotten shot five different times. <laughs> Pearl last already in a wheelchair. And uh so, you know, I so but I still go out and speak and but I, I do do things a different way rather now so that you know, we have a I have a car a car with a camera in it at all times. And it's set up similar to the police department and uh body camera and all that kind of stuff we carry on our on our persons along with air tasers and stuff like that, because a lot of my members of of, 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 of piano gangs, we, we've been shot at and shot and stabbed and cut, but we've saved a lot of lives. And, you know, and, you know we, I think about a, a lot of, we've saved some judges' sons' lives, <laughs> a lot of doctors. Okay. Okay. You know, a lot of, well, Ron, a lot let's, of, take, a lot of let's take a caller. We we actually have a caller, and then after that, I want to come back and talk talk a little bit more about your relationship with the lieutenant, uh, with the police officer, and, and race. Um, let's take a caller, and I did not let you guys know, but we're going to pull you in by giving the, la- the area code that you're calling from and the last four digits of the number, again, that you're calling from. So we have on with us area code 510, the last four digits, 3437. Caller, you're on the air with us. Thank you. Thank you. My name is uh, Q, calling from California, and I just want to magnify what he said as as even true in my in, in my experience in, in life and being around situations. Uh, you had a bunch of dudes who didn't have any good male role models, so sometimes gangs and dope dealers and what have you, they were the only male structure that a lot of dudes had. And that's not saying whether it's right or wrong, but that's what they had. So now what we have uh, that I try to tell a lot of people, we have a lack, a lack of males volunteering. We have a lack of males really getting involved the way they should. Uh, perfect example, Big Brothers is begging for black males just to volunteer, you know, because unfortunately white males and gay males are the number one volunteers of that program. So we, we have to reach back and try to assist uh, a, a lot of young guys with uh, some sense of direction, as he said. I've had people say, hey, why does this person have a Ph.D. and blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe because they figured the money that they're getting from their current situation is getting them more for right now than what he might be doing uh, in the future. And I've even had to explain that to people that I've mentored. Don't get caught up in what you think you see currently. 
because somebody might have a master plan for the long term. Um, I, I'll wrap it up by saying this: what, what I think we got to get a lot of young young individuals, especially those who carry guns and get fast money. We got to get them to understand that that legacy money is way more important than the temporary right now money. Even though that money seems good, it that that, that legacy money is what's really, really good. It's that no-pressure type of money. Uh, now, the other question I would say to the brother before I hang up, so uh, do you do uh, a few uh, monthly or bi-monthly YouTube speeches? Do you get on and, you know, because sometimes we need to hear that type of information for some of these young dudes, too, so they can just access it. You know, I haven't, I haven't in a while. I haven't, and it's interesting that you would say that. Someone else asked me that, and I really never thought about it because my my mind is running on so many other things, and uh, and I, I do need to do that, and and I and I will start doing that. You know, that's that's a great idea. I really I really didn't think of that. I'll, I'll, I'll just I have you a question before you. before you go, Q. If you if you guys don't mind, before you go, Q. I have a question for both of you. Why is it that you mentioned about like Big Brothers begging for for black males to volunteer and, and other organizations as well? Why do why is that so? Why do you think that we have so few um, and the ones that do? It seems like they they overworked. Why is why do they choose not to uh-huh. for the most part? Well, I got well, my own version. Go ahead. Well, what's your, well, what you what would you think? Because my version would be, well, uh, I don't know a lot of individuals that hang out on the corner sometimes, and you go through the hood, and I, I sit and talk to them sometimes. I get out and say, hey, man, won't you all be interested in you know coming and volunteering for so and so and so? Oh man, yeah, but you know, man, my past, you know, and they want to look at, they want you, you know, they want you to sign all this paperwork and. They want you to look into your past, and you know, and so it's kind of like, well, I, you know, you can learn from an individual's past, but but an individual kind of want to tell his past certain ways so that everybody won't know everything, you know. And so that a lot of a lot of individuals I meet, that that that's one of the reasons why they don't want to uh, volunteer. My version is a little bit more harsh. Of course, I can't prove it for all of us. It's just I, I look at it from the from the dope game side as well as the corporate. I, I work in, my, in medical finance, so I got out there and survived the situation where I didn't have a jail record. So here's what I see from the dope game side. You got a lot of people that are just not inspired to think past their block. And even if I gave them an opportunity where they didn't have to do their background or whatever, it still would be an excuse. The other side on the corporate side is, unfortunately, for urban male, we are indirectly female-dominated in so many ways, where a lot of guys who have become successful, they will volunteer for little black girls but won't volunteer for black boys. And when you ask them, when you ask them about that, their rationale is, well, they ain't going to listen to me. But there's a ton of dudes, even hundred hundred black men, for whatever reason, in certain cities, not all of them. When you go to some of their websites, it's mostly for girls. It's not even for, for, for young dudes, most of them. So there's just something with the mentality of the urban AA culture of males. They're not like the Asian male and the white male where they think patriarch first. 
These guys, they just think lady first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Putting the mothers in the mindset of the mother, uh, yeah, falling into the same trap in which, therefore, yeah, 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 leaving the male behind and uh, motivating and encouraging and educating it behind and therefore weakening the system. Uh, of the family member structure, yeah, and, uh, and the that's uh, therefore keeping um, keeping black women, part of my expression, breeding because they'll breed more black black children to go to prison, and uh, but they'll keep them they'll keep them miseducated, and uh, a black because I mean if if a black child, if a black man, if a black male, if black men. If they're not creating a, their own company, cooperation, and they're working right. together where they create their own money, then therefore they're going to go to prison. And so, you know, what I mean, they're going to have to. They're going to do something to make a living. So if they, you know, if they, they you know, if you you don't get a job, you you're not able to. We might okay. We keep you making. You might not be able to make forty thousand dollars a year on the street, but you may be worth forty thousand dollars to us for for the next thirty years locked up. Right. You know? and, and 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 let me elaborate on that to to answer your question either, either more, ma'am. Is that young black dudes? They don't really grow up with a sense of power. So it's only two things that go through our head when we're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen: power of the penis and power of the pistol. That's that's the number one number one and two things we're talking about. Money is actually a third. Cats talk cats just don't just don't feel like empowered really unless they got one or two of those things going on. And unfortunately, these other demographic of males, whether they be Afghan, I mean all these people who just come into the country, they are indoctrinated with this sense of self pride. When you think about a Jewish dude, so at at bar mitzvah time, bar mitzvah is a celebration of his manhood. Hey, you twelve, this is what we expect you to be doing with the community and your and your religion. And you, you see what I'm saying? So even Africans. So a lot of people get indoctrinated with a sense of self pride, the way urban girls get indoctrinated sometimes, majority so, with our culture now. Hey, black girls rock. We don't have no black boys rock. You know what I'm saying? No, so not, you, not that. Not that. yeah. So, no, so, 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 so you get those things, and I'm, I'm about to shut up. Uh, I'll just make the last point of what he said about about the uh, CEO. He, he, he's absolutely right. We, we, we complain. We don't create. And when I get a lot of these dudes open up their first online business, they realize they don't have time for a lot of the drama they used to have because handling business is totally different. Thank you for your time, though. Exactly. Thank, you. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah, but he's right. Well, he's right. Yeah. And he's right. And yeah. so we have to. We we got to. Yeah, we. Yeah, there are some some. And so it's setting traps for our young people to keep them breeding, keep black women breeding, and that and that whole cycle because black women don't teach their sons; they're going to teach their daughters, and so therefore the sons will go work, come up weak, weak-minded but strong. Big, small, like an elephant. But but even an elephant is smarter than humans. Uh, even a, I mean, even an elephant knows that you know uh, uh, to go. I watch, you know, in you know Africa, you know, uh, you can see Africans elephants will go and get in water. You know, because I, I was fascinated. Why would I, would an elephant go get in the water and then go get in some mud? It fascinated me. Then 
and uh, the guys explained to me later on why. And um, he, he got all this mud all on him after he got wet and then got in this mud and got all this mud all on him. And uh, and so and I said, so what happens? And he said, so you know, mosquitoes come and bite him. He so when the mosquitoes come and bite him, try to bite him and suck all the blood out of him, they suck the mud up instead of the, the, his blood. You know, and they die, and then he can take and wipe them all. Uh, you know, uh, all the bugs off after all the dead bugs off after you know they they die, and then go back and do it again. You know, what I'm saying until it's necessary. I said, wow, even a, even an elephant is smart enough to know how to survive, uh, and but but human beings are, are not that smart. Mm-hmm. Tell us about, and I know I don't want to lose. I know we're coming up on an hour pretty soon here, so I don't. I'd rather go to. I know I talked about wanting to talk to you about um, the lieutenant. Steve Gritchen, but I want to ask you about Five Shots. The what what what's next for Five Shots, and how can we help? How can we help get that in front of young uh, males, and how can we help get more adult males in front of young males? So so how can we help publicly? Well, well, right now with Five Shots, we're working on getting it produced. And uh, right now we are um, in the stage of talking to some individuals. And I, I can't say why or, or, or I mean, who they are right now, um, but um, we are in the stage of uh, working and talking to some individuals that are uh, that's interested in the project as well as um how you can help is basically is is that to help promote us is that to um is um if, if you know someone that 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 are interested in um offering their services um that would be interested in offering their services and in, in acting, you know, producing, directing, or um, that kind of thing. If you're interested, then you can contact me at, at, at my email address, um, baldridgerb at ll.com. And um, right now, we will, we'll, if you, you know, we were doing a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, so if you, you know, if you're interested and want us, you know, it'd be interesting for us, someone to come out from Piaoing to speak uh, about uh, ways that we can stop gang violence and, and gun violence and, uh, and prevent uh, spinal cord injuries, you can call uh, uh, 901 502. Eight nine three five, and uh, and we'll come out and have someone come out and set up a speaking engagement uh, orientation. Um, but if you but if you want to help, you can always go to Amazon.com and buy the book because the book helps us fund uh, our program. Uh, we we don't we don't do a lot of asking for donations or contributions. We just ask because there's a lot of information in the book that we we're not talking about now. And if you, if you want to be, if you really want to help contribute by going to um, uh, the website and, um, and buying the book from a game of God and, um, and, and let us know. 
and um and, and we'll even send you a letter of 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 of, of, of you know, tax deductible if need be. If you just let us know. Um it's an email address and the book. Now should they but, go to Amazon dot com to, to purchase the book? Yeah, Is that the best to, place yeah. and that's where you get the most yeah. from? Exactly. Go to Amazon dot com. Go to Amazon dot com. That's the that's the better place to get it to get it from. Amazon dot com. Okay. Okay. And one more time on for the email address. What's the email address again? But the email address is b a l d r i d g e r b at l l dot com. And listen, yeah, about Steve Grisham. I, listen, you know, it's odd that because um, I find it odd that God bless. Um, you know, a lot of people had the opportunity to make a difference in my life, but uh, a lot of people passed me by, and um, um, but. And but God used uh, my very enemy, whom I thought that uh, you know all people were bad. God showed me that all people of all colors are not bad, and uh, He used the exact same person that I ended up not liking or, or hating, you know, to show me. And this man has been my friend for the last thirty years, and he, you know, he's on our board with Piano Inc. He helps us with some of our problems. And uh, and and he's an advisor, and I love him for it because he didn't have to do it, and he said someone else would have done it. But not being really a lot of black people and a lot of people passed me by because of you know my reputation and all that, and um and so I'm grateful for Steve, and uh, we're just trying to show with, with five shots that um if you people look past the color and start looking at individuals as just individuals. Or what the possibilities uh, could be, because I've been blessed to tell my life, and well, so Steve and I have been blessed to tell our life story in ten countries, and and it's a blessing to be able to do that. And uh, and and you know, I've worked with several other organizations and met so many other individuals, so and so many other doors have opened up. You know, uh, we created our own oh, uh, tennis shoe, our own hiking boot. Uh, we have a smart watch that we're coming out with. We have uh, some smart glasses, some Bluetooth smart glasses that we're, we're coming out with. Uh, that uh, so you know, but none of that wouldn't have been possible uh, had not Steve been obedient to God and, and reached out to and, and reached his hand back out. And me being uh, a receptive, you know, looking past the color and accepting his friendship. So it's a two parts, you know, one got to give, one got to take, but we got to meet in the middle. And Memphis has a, a race problem, but, but it's so much potential in Memphis and that if the young people would just stop and stop looking at the policemen as being enemies and adversaries, and if the police department would stop looking at the young people and start being, you know, you know, enemies and adversaries and start meeting in the middle, you start meeting young people that have good potential. You'll see same young black kids or white kids that they're just in big old blue uniforms that used to be kids too, then made mistakes and and not that they're willing to share their same experiences with you so that you don't end up, you know, making some of the mistakes that they end up having to lock up from people that, you know, the unfortunate, you know, that they didn't make, you know, and so uh, it'd be a blessing too, because uh, life is short 
and and nothing beautiful than to have friends, you know, of all races, of all colors, of all nationalities, and that you can sit down and laugh with and talk to. It's a beautiful thing, I'm telling you. And I've been blessed to meet a lot of different friends from across the world, uh, and I'm proud. But it wouldn't have been possible without the fact that had not God brought Steve in my life and and these firefighters. These two firefighters, uh, uh, Jack Jack Hale and uh, Jack Rakowski, there were two firefighters that helped guide me to the uh, to the regional one to the regional medical center at then and now regional one hospital. So and I, I love that incredible staff over there, you know. And I, I tell you, they they do a, a, a job. Uh, but we. Memphis has the potential to make a beautiful difference, and we got to make a, a change now. So that's what we're trying to do in Memphis and across the country, trying to make a difference now. And we have some friends in wheelchairs that we're trying to do that with. Okay. How how do you have any any um, speaking engagements coming up um, as far as with a partner in Lions uh, needing others? Do you have anything coming up for like where where men can can look into maybe volunteering or or more learning more about the the program itself. Uh, not to my knowledge, not to my knowledge right now. Not to my knowledge right now. We're working. I'm pro, uh, working on a couple other projects. Uh, some some uh, projects dealing with some drones. Uh, I mean, cloak. I'm trying to get a patent for a a, a, cl- a cloaking drone device. Um, so uh, we, I'm working on that, that project. Now, uh, invisibility uh, body suit. Um, I, myself and a couple other friends we're working on now. Uh, so outside of that, I, I'm not doing anything else right now other than that. So because we 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 want to be the first to to make history in a sense. Uh, so uh, okay. um, so um, but if you're interested and you you want us to come out, you you're interested with you know do you have you know call and make a request on, on those numbers. And uh, that, and uh, I'm pretty sure Mr. Peters will uh, will, will not have hesitate to call have have his uh, uh, secretary to contact and set up something so if someone can you know he and an individual can come out. Uh, but I hadn't spoken in a while because I had been so kind of working on the movie project and now this invisibility. I, I kind of get to have, I have this creative mind, you know. I, I think I sit up and think about. You know what if, if you know, and so we I try to pass on these creative ideas to our young people. So cause we got to teach our young people now to be creative minded, and to to go out there and, and meet, you know, individuals. Uh, you don't only have to have money to do it. You just have to have the idea, the friends, and 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 the desire and the passion to want to create and, and you know make a difference in life. And so okay. I do a lot okay. of things, okay. but I do a lot of creating, helping people on my web page. As you see, sometimes you see me saying, "I help you show you how to start your company" or something like that. Okay, okay. Any? I know we didn't talk a lot about single single mothers or, or parenting, and I wanted to get a little little bit into that. But any any final words? Anything that? Um, I, well. You know what? I missed one thing. One one thing you said. You said God took took your legs to save your soul. Yeah. I, speak on that. That was that ran chills through my through my soul. Speak on that uh, as to, I guess, the depth of that, because that that's okay, a well, lot. 
Well, well, you know, see, I'm so I'm a UFC because I, I I'm a well I, I don't I can't say just because I'm a Leo I'm a blood moon baby I I was born in the year '67 and so I'm a blood moon baby and so um and, and I you know I'm a, you know the line of Judah but I'm also a Leo and I'm kind of I get my mom passion and spirit in man and so that Ethiopian blood run Jewish blood run through me but I'm a fighter. And so, you know, so when somebody says something to me and I feel as I'm, you know, I, 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 I fight, you know, in a sense. So, so God sit me down in a wheelchair so that he could fight my battles for me. Because it would seem like, you know, sometimes when I fought my battles, I always messed up. You know, I always made the wrong choices. I always made the wrong decisions. Would always turn out wrong, you know. and um. But he now fights for me. Uh, I know how to how to bow my head. I can't bend my knee, but I can bow my head, and and he understands my heart. And um and I can talk to Messiah Yahshua uh, and and ask him for assistance and strength. I can open the door to the portal of faith and step into the throne of mercy and ask the Lord God for help and assistance to bind any spirit or any, any demon. I know that because he said so in his word that if we ask anything in his name, it should be given. So, you know, we have to learn that it, this, this battle is not just a physical battle, but it's a spiritual battle that's physical. And it's, it's more than about, you know what I'm saying, money or education, but it's about your soul as well in this world. And we, in the churches, in a sense, got to learn to teach that because gangbanging is, uh, um, you know, it, it seems, I don't mean a harm, but I, I, I'll say this, uh, at least as a gang, man, a gang banger, when I was a gang member, I wasn't afraid to die, but I also wasn't afraid to shoot someone or hurt someone because I had to shoot some people while I was in the gang. Uh, but it was in self-defense, mind you. Uh, but I did shoot somebody. But we weren't afraid to die or even, you know what I'm saying, give out lives or shoot back or whatever, self-defense or even kill uh, for what we believed in. And, and, and there are a lot of Christians today, you know what I'm saying, they don't have that kind of spirit for God in a sense because – um, it's a you know it's just a lot of problems in our community. It's like and it's like where you know it's like where where are the where are the where are the the churches to answer these problems? So I have you know I, I used to I'm used to fighting phys- physically. So God had to sit me down and watch so he fight my battles. He can and so and so I I'm glad in that sense that uh, he you know at least I'm alive and able to. Took, and rather than rather than me dead and not and so because you know there are a lot of David and Goliaths but I mean where the day where the Davids at where the David and there are a lot of young people that God is calling today across the land and God is calling these young people to stand up to be David little Davids across the land across the country to help fight battles battles that are human rights battles and you know saying to go to school get an education to get it so that you can help fight these battles little Davids little children of God and and because these 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 souls you know they're trying to use the same old weapons of old and trying to control how you use your weapons, and and that's you know that's those days are gone, and it's time for us to rise up, tribe of Judah. It's time, you know, if not when, 
uh, if you don't stand up young people, get an education and work together, learn to love each other, work together, and fight the battles because there's a lot of problems in our community that it's causing, but it's calling for young people to answer these these problems because these are problems they're going to have to deal with in the future. They're dealing with them now, but they're problems they're going to have to deal with still in the future, with even with their children. And, and there's a lot of Davis out there, men and young men and, and boys and girls. So what what single mothers for for those ones who who feel like there are no man no men around um, to assist? Um, what do you say to them? What what's another I guess option? Well. Well, one, you know, that's human nature in a sense. I, you know, I, I can't, I can only say if you're sincere about being, the, you know, the Bible said in the last days these certain things were going to happen in, in, in Second Timothy uh, about, about in the last days. You know, women are going to be, we're going to come in, and people are going to, the pastors going and preaching and even talk about pastors and and, and their wolves and sheep's clothing and things like that. These individual people that claim to be for God, they're going to creep in. So want you as young as young people as women, we women must be wise because the Bible said one that those that want to see God must be holy, and uh and 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 you 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 the representation of what your children look like and what they're going to see and be. Uh, if if um, you know you got to choose the men wisely. Uh, there are men out there, but, the, but sometimes men are they may not come in the desire like you want it to be. You know, he may always come tall, dark, and handsome, or you know, he, hey, he may you know. So you know, but but you can't say. Here's the thing is that you can't have sex with every male, thinking that he's God sent. One, you got to be extremely careful about that. Two, you can't have babies by every male. You got to stop. You got to hold men accountable. Even if they don't hold themselves accountable, you said, sisters, you women, you have to hold them accountable. You know, uh, because you, 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 you're you too beautiful, you're too bold, you're too black, and you shine too good for you to to accept anything other than less. So you got to hold guy, these guys, young boys, account, especially these guys that want to have their pants sag, and I don't, I don't understand that. Uh, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Uh, um, but you know, we we got to do something about that mentality, and we got to ask the young women to stop having babies by these type of guys. Uh, quit listening to that stuff. They whispering in your ear. It's a lie. It's a trick of the enemy. You know, uh, where they're going to be 10 years, 20 years from now, you know, and we got to teach that now that they're better than that. And, we, and the same thing, we got to teach young men that they're better than that. Quit letting girls trick them into having babies, you know. Quit allowing girls to give them condoms that got pinholes in it while they think that's cool and the girl's on their side and they're giving them a false sense of security and, you know, and they're dropping their guards and, and always taking a condom from the girlfriend, thinking the girlfriend looking out for them all the time. The girlfriend is setting them up, you know, to get, get pregnant by them all. So, young, we got to be, we got to be careful. We got to be careful. Young people have to be careful. And but but there are good men out there, but it they may not come in the way that you want it to be, you know. So but if so, if God send you someone, you gotta you you gotta be willing to say, you know, Lord, I accept it because you know everybody's not gonna be your desire. 
You know, I mean, you know, the way that you come, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, people, final questions, uh, comments. Now is the time to select the number one if you have a comment or a question. Um, I'm going to give out, we've had, had uh, one request in the on the event page for your email address uh, that you gave out and a phone number. So I did post that. I'm going to post a link also so that you can purchase the book. Um, as Ron said, one way to help out. Um, you kind of get a, a great deal because you get a great book. You get a chance to read it, but you also get to to help support um, Five Shots as well. So um, hopefully I will, will learn more and have more to share um, Ron, after we connect, but I'm I'm hoping that I can just join in. Uh, we do have we do have someone, so I'm gonna pull you in in just a second. Hope I can join in and making this happen because I I do feel like it will help not just the young people, but maybe even help older men help them understand that no matter what, you have something to give. Your life is your story. Your life, your mistakes in in many cases is your gift. If you can use that to be your gift, as you say, Ron, to, to where you can help a young child realize that you don't have to make the same choices or decisions that I made. You don't have to run into the burning building. If I tell you it's burning, don't run in there to see. So let's take our, our, our caller, and then we'll work to bring it to a close. So we have on air with us 901 area code, last four digits 3521. Thank you, and you're on the air with us. Yeah, I'd just like to say, Tammy, that uh, to Ron, that I have listened to him on some a local radio station calling in, and what an inspiration that he has been to me. I'm 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 an elderly lady, but I have listened to him many times uh, speak, and uh, he's such an inspiration. And I just want to say to him that I'm just so very proud of him, so very proud of him, and to keep up what you're doing, and and uh, and God give you the strength to continue. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderfully said. And we have another caller. And I, well, hello, Mr. Butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tammy. I'm okay. How are you? We're good. We missed you tonight, Ron. This is this is the other half of Butterfly Evolution who's taken ill on me. He's worked himself down to sickness, <laughs> I would say. Yes. <laughs> Hey, Ron, yeah. how you doing, man? I'm, man, I'm well. I'm well in there. You are, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, hopefully NyQuil or, uh, you know, some NyQuil will help you or something. <laughs> I hope so, man. Some, something got to help it, man. Tammy mm. will tell you that. That that even on my worst days, man, I, 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 I'm going to fight, man. I, I'm going to always fight, so... Um, I did catch some of the show. I didn't catch the entire show, uh, but I do like uh, something that you said uh, not not too long ago uh, about uh, uh, just getting the just getting uh, the officers and getting people to stop looking at black men one way, you know, and, and getting the black man to stop looking at the officers uh, a certain way. And, uh, I like what you're doing about trying to bring peace and harmony, and just trying to uh, get everybody on the same page, and and uh, you know, just just 
trying to make a change, man, because we definitely needed it. If we would learn to just uh, try to see people as people instead of, you know, trying to see people as the media wants us to see people or as television wants us to see people, we might actually be able to make a change. So uh, please continue doing everything that you're doing in Memphis. And if you're ever in uh, the D.C. area, please let me know, and I'll definitely uh, support you if you ever come here. I will. I will. Thank you, Rodney. Rodney is one of those guys who's doing his thing. I will. will. Hopefully, hopefully we'll have have the opportunity to eat lunch sometime in Little Ethiopia. You know. Hey, sounds good to me, man. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, okay. hopefully I'll be a hundred percent when when that day comes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I couldn't be on with you guys. Oh, it's been a it's been a rough it's been a rough two days, but I, I think I, I think I'm gonna make it, Tammy. I think I'm gonna make it. All yeah. right, well, we'll give you this week and back on Monday. If not, I'll be good to go Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Night well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to hold you guys up. Tammy, I see you trying to get off before two hours. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> yeah, we usually go two hours. I think we're going to make it a, just a little bit over. So we're doing good tonight. We're going to not keep every keep them so long tonight. <laughs> Although we could go. Uh, uh, you 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 just being slick. Now you can say it's always my fault. We stay on two hours. You, you just being slick. And it is. It is. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you guys up. Uh, Ron, it was yeah. good talking to you, man. And uh, please keep going with your doors. I will, and I will. We'll be in touch, hopefully. God's will. Sounds good. All right, Jamie. All right. Yeah. Well, Ron, right. um, I guess if, if any other any other last words, again, I'm going to post all of the information out on the event page. Um, you and I will connect tomorrow, and then we'll 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 kind of take it from there. Um, I do need to go out and purchase the book. I hope that everyone who's listening uh, go on Amazon and and do the same and then share with someone else, not the book, share, yeah. share the, the, the uh, website to go order the book and let them order the book. Cause again, as Ron has mentioned, that is one definite way that you can help the entire process of, of what is happening and what is going on. So Ron, any, any final words that you'd like to give out on anything? Yeah, trust me. Yeah, yeah, they'll be interested because it's, it's the gang signs in the book. They'll find out things about the gang signs, what they mean, the symbols, and all that. And well, I can't, you know, that I can't say on 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 on, on the radio now. But um, um, again, uh, yeah, support us. We we appreciate you all. Like again, just like I say, if you want to assist us in uh, helping us, encourage our young people to do good. And uh, quit, uh, quit assuming the worst uh, about our young people. Uh, they are our future, and uh, we appreciate them. And uh, I appreciate those young people because I see what they, the potential that they do have. And if we steer them in the right directions, if I would have known what I know now uh, at the age of 17 with $50,000 in my hands and 
I would have been a Bill Gates now. Um, you know, um, and those and young people, they are out there now, you know. So we have to try to help those young people see the potential that they're worth and that they have. And uh, we appreciate you all. But go out and buy the book, and you'll learn so much about so many obstacles and, and, and situations and how to get young people out of games uh, in that book uh, and, and, and the strategies. And, 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 and Tammy, I thank you for having me on. I thank Faber, who is ran by Marguerite Hibbert and Monica Summerfield. They're uh, our uh, our organization um, entertainment group here in the sense in Memphis and, and the state of Tennessee. I thank those women and uh, Mr. Peters, uh, Mr. Harris, Mr. Burks, and so many others that are with Piano Inc. that uh, that offer their assistance to uh, to stop gang violence in the city. Uh, thank you. We thank you, and as we've all said, most everybody that's called in tonight or made some type of comment. Great work. Keep it up. And I, I just pray and hope that, that more men will, will step up and do the same and just really understand that no matter no matter what you can give, you can help a young person. So I look forward to just learning more and joining together with you. Look forward to us. All right. Okay. So, All right. Well, we will, I will be in touch with you. Yes, see you soon. Um, all right. Thanks a bunch. And for uh, for the listeners, um, I'll just go ahead and give out the information for the Developing Character Workshop on next week so that I'll have all of the information to, to give to you guys at that time. But thank you all for tuning in tonight. Uh, please do go out uh, and purchase the book, Amazon.com. And, again, the name of the book, uh, Gang to God. And it's uh, Ron Eldridge. Is that? Did I say Ron that right? Ron Baldrige. Ron Baldrige, right? Okay. And so purchase that, and then if you need to get in touch with with Ron, you can also do that um, through email. Is the best way for that, correct, Ron? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Correct. And I'll again. Right, yeah. yeah, I did post it out there, but it's baldridgerb at AOL.com, correct? That's correct. Okay, okay. And if you missed that, feel free to, to contact me, and I'll give you the information again. And for speaking engagements, you dial the number 901-502-8935. Um, um, the program, Piano, Inc., and that's Partner in Alliance Meeting Others. So there are many ways to support, but please start by purchasing the book. So without further ado, again, Ron, thank you so much. And, and again, we certainly will be in touch with you soon. I'll see you on tomorrow. Thank you. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening in tonight. Shalom. Ever since 
Come around. 